there, everybody. It's Tracy and Pete with the Everybody Counts podcast. Say hey, Pete. Hello. There he is. We have one voice missing tonight. Jay's not with us tonight, and we miss him, but he'll be back soon. No doubt about that. So it's been a few weeks. Pete, have you missed uh, boshing together? Oh yeah, I've been I've been so depressed. I haven't had nobody to talk to about Bosch. I mean, I I try to tell all the people I can. Hey, watch this show. This is what it's about. This is, I try to talk about it as much as I can and integrate as much as I can into my daily conversation. So I'm glad to have my buddy back. Good, good, good. Well, um, yeah, it has been a few weeks. Um, definitely, we when the um, show season four is released in less than a month now, um, we'll probably be doing weekly. We'll probably do one episode at a time, even though I know lots of folks will probably binge and go right through, um, but we'll definitely be podcasting uh, regularly at that point. But um, we're just building up to the release of Season 4 at this point. Can you believe it's less than a month away after all this time waiting? I mean, we waited a while for this, and I believe Armageddon two seasons, or is that not confirmed yet? Well, we're only, I mean, we're only getting Season 4 right now, but Season 5 has been confirmed. So, so then we'll have, we'll have to wait for season five, but we know it's coming. So we're guaranteed a season five, and season four didn't even come out yet, which means that we can talk about Bosch for a long time. So that's right. Yes. And and I plan on doing that. Are you going to join me? Oh, Boshing is the coolest thing, and everybody needs to get in on it. We need to get you know everybody involved, and you know Bosch is a good thing, and we need to get as many people as we can together via social media and, you know, really make this big because Bosch is worth it. The show is worth it. It's a great show. Amazon did a great job. Absolutely. I, I agree 100%. All right. Well, we told folks it's going to be game night. Um, but before we get into some of our uh, game portion, we need to celebrate someone's birthday. Did you know someone had a birthday this week? Um, well, it's not me, so no. <laughs> <laughs> Our leading man, Titus Welliver, his birthday was on Monday. So shout out to our leading man, Titus Welliver, who plays Harry Bosch. He celebrated his birthday on Monday. Happy birthday! Pretty cool. There was even a, a really cute picture of him uh, as a, a little one. I, I don't know how old, but pretty young. And uh, so that was pretty cool. If you haven't been out on Twitter and seeing that, go look for that. It was a really cute picture. Um, you know what? I just thought of something funny. Um, did we ever find yeah. out the exact date during the show of Harry Bosch's birthday? Uh, not that I recall. Speaking of games and trivia, that's a good yeah. that's a good question. That is that is a hundred percent a Tracy trivia question because <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe somebody out there knows that. I, I bet if, if it's been. Revealed, Michael Conley would certainly know. So if anybody has some intel on that, we would like to know. Because I've, I've been through a lot of the books, but I don't recall reading that, and I don't recall it in the show. So that's, man, Pete, you're, you think I'm tough. You're tough. Well, you yeah. know what? That question is so tough that I think we should give out two badges to whoever guesses the right answer and confirms it. I think that's that's a great idea. Splendid. All right, let's hear from someone who's got that answer for us. Um, so we're less than a month away, and speaking of Michael Conley, he released um, a chapter that was never used in the finished product of Angel's Flight um, that gives sort of some background and uh, just sort of interesting reveals about Harry. Um, it's it's from when Harry was, um, I think, about 
15 or so. I can't, I can't remember. But um, go out and, and look for that on Twitter as well. Um, it's probably on the on Michael Conley's website as well. But uh, that would be interesting to, to read that before we get into the season, which is uh, based on the Angels Flight book. So if you haven't checked that out, um, I would encourage you to do that. Um, please, if you've been enjoying the podcast and want more boshing, uh, spread the word, like Pete said. Give us a follow on Twitter. Um, we would appreciate that. And um, it's at, at Bosch, everybody, so look for us there. And, and we follow back. Yeah, absolutely. Now, we have trivia contest or trivia quiz. Um, I do some some writing for FanFest News at FanFest.com, and I posted a trivia quiz. Um, now, the average score, we don't know people's names. It just shows anonymous, but we know how many people have played and the average score has been about 14 out of 20. So maybe Pete's right. Maybe it's a little tough. Um, but, I mean, Pete, you wouldn't want it to be too easy, right? Well, actually, I thought about this. I thought about that exact question in preparation myself and the mentally prepare mm-hmm. myself for this podcast, and I have an answer for you. Because okay. if anybody does any of Tracy's trivia questions or jumbo word scrambles, they are some of the hardest things ever to the point where I don't even want to open up the quiz because I know I'm going to feel emasculated. <laughs> By the time I'm on the third question, I'm going to be 0 for 3 and just want to, you know, cry. So I try to stay away as much as I can, but um, I took this quiz, and mm-hmm. I, 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 thought, I, I thought it was a little tougher, but here's the thing. Um, mm-hmm. the, the average person, in my thought, the average human wants to be able to get a higher score to feel better about themselves. I know it's sad, yeah. but people just want an easy, an easy A, an easy B. You know, they want the easy W. And, you know, when you when I open up these, me personally, I open it up, I would love to get 18 out of 20 and be like, you know, that's what's up. But, um, you know, I ended up getting an 11 out of 20 personally, and I, like, I'm supposed to know this, like, because I do the podcast with you, but it's so hard that, you know, even if I watched the show three times already, been it, it through three times, I couldn't yeah. even answer half the questions because some of the questions are so specific. It's yeah. like a scene yeah. that really didn't mean anything. It just happened to be a flash scene where, like, I mean, right. my favorite show, I don't even know some of those answers. But like I said, uh, it's not really about the, the toughness there, because that's cool, because, you know, that you should be able to get a couple wrong. But yeah. the average person probably gets discouraged when they're on the 10th question and only answered one. Because, like I said, it, some some of the questions are, are really, really difficult as far yeah. as you really need to know the show. Like when you close your eyes and you can picture each scene one at a time. Then the okay. other questions that relate to the story are, are easy. So I do yeah. agree that it's not so hard. But the average American or the average person anywhere wants to, wants to get a good score and doesn't really want to be challenged, especially if they're taking a quiz in their off time. Okay. Oh, yeah. And for leisure, yeah, for fun, yes. yeah. It's a, it's a tough, uh, it's a tough task to create a trivia quiz on anything because you think you have to try to put yourself in other people's mindset, and you know, it's you don't want it to be too easy, and then it can end up being too hard. But um, yeah. So well, we're going to go through. We're going to, as part of um, our game night, we're going to go through the trivia quiz. So Pete and I both know the answers, obviously now. But we're going to ask Pete to rate each question on a scale of 1 to 10 interrogations. Like if Harry Bosch was interrogating you, how intense it would be, how 
how the difficulty of the question. Um, easy peasy, one, and then ten interrogations would be just like, whoa, too much. So are you ready, Pete? I believe so. All right, let's hit it. Okay, one of the questions was, what sport does Maddie play? And the choices were basketball, lacrosse, soccer, volleyball. And the answer is volleyball. How hard was that one, Pete, on a scale of 1 to 10 interrogation? Can I go to 5? 5, okay. So that didn't really just resonate with you in the story. You knew she was on a team, but you didn't necessarily think about yeah, it, it wasn't something that, that I felt like was an um, important aspect of the Harry Bosch story. Okay, okay. It wasn't part of the mystery solving. Um, however, I do believe it was an easier question because if you just watch the episode and you just, you know, watch the – like I felt like if I just have, happened to watch that episode last that she said that, I would remember uh-huh. it, but it's probably in the, in the earlier episode, so. Okay, okay. All right, the next question. And these are in random order, so if you did take the quiz, it may not be in the same order. Where do we see young Harry eating? Which restaurant do we see him eating at? The Smog Cutter, Hot Dog Harry, Musso and Frank, or El Compadre? The answer is Musso and Frank. How about that one, Pete? For me personally, I give it a 10 in toughness. Okay. Because I don't really pay attention to those details of where they eat because I watch a lot mm-hmm. of TV and they're always eating at different places. <laughs> so yeah. if they're not eating at the same place on you know in every episode, I don't really remember the names. So for me, yeah. that was a ten and hardness. I just guessed. And this is probably thinking about this is probably where someone who reads the books has an advantage because you hear these names, you see these names in the book. So then when you see it on TV, it's like cool. Oh, that's that restaurant. He really likes, you know, and then you see him there as a kid, so it probably makes a stronger connection. Um, and that's yeah, something to consider as well. All right, number three, what is the name of Javi's boat? The choices are Baja Beauty, Surf's Up, Chica, and I Poppy. The answer was I Poppy. What are your thoughts there, Pete? Um, I gave it a, we're doing the toughness scale, right? Yeah, one is the easiest. Yeah, I give that a three because even though I got it wrong, I should have known it, and it was a pretty – I'm pretty sure that was a regular thing on the show where if you watch it and, you know, you Mm -hmm. watch it, I'm pretty sure they said it a couple times. Yeah. It was the name of an episode as well. Yeah, so it was an easy – yeah, I remember when I saw the answer, I was like, oh, I should have known that. You know, you slap yourself in the head like – Yeah. Okay. All right, all right. So it's a little – kind of across the board here so far. Okay, who creates the story to set up Harry Bosch for Ed Gunn's murder? Trevor Dobbs, Andrew Holland, Raynard Waite, or Rudy Tafaro? The answer is Andrew Holland. What do you think? This was a four. It was another easier one to me. I, mm-hmm. It's just you have to know your characters at that point. So as long as you've been to it and you know, the, you know who's who, you can remember mm-hmm. kind of the names of the people and, you know, okay. they're very specific when you get into the, the main story part, you know, when they've been set a bunch of times. Yeah, and you can also eliminate a couple probably pretty easily, too. Yes. So that helps. Okay, all right. Next one. To whom did the incriminating watch in the Ed Gunn case belong? Did it belong to Jesse Tafaro, Rudy Tafaro, Andrew Holland, or Harry Bosch? 
The answer is Rudy Tafaro. This was an easy one for me. It was a number one. I, I'm uh-huh. a big, I like to watch the show and look for things that they don't exactly throw in your face, but they throw out there. Yeah. Like, I'm very big on like things that they show. Like the last scene before they skip to another scene, I'm very big mm-hmm. on zoom-ins. And they zoomed yeah. in on that guy dropping his watch down the sewer, and I never forgot yeah. it. I remember you talking about that scene before, so I, I think I even thought about you when I did this question. I, yeah, I it, remember was, it was a question you, made for me. Yeah. Okay, good deal. Um, who was assigned to the Ed Gunn case? Creighton Barrel, Robertson and Pierce, Conniff and Espinosa, or Bosch and Edgar? Do you remember the answer? Yes. <laughs> okay. Tell everybody. Um, well, if I'm not mistaken, isn't it Robertson and Pierce? <laughs> Robertson and Pierce, that's correct. Okay, so you got me nervous for a second. Well, you know what happened? That I graded it too. Because I also felt that if you were watching the storyline, that was a pretty important role of who's working the case. However, I do remember there was a bunch of cops intertwined in that case, right? Yes, exactly. And that's what I thought may have made this one a little tricky. Because there this, were, yeah. There were. Yeah, it was a, you, had, you had to know your answer. You couldn't guess that one and have a good guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And again, if we didn't say this earlier, this uh, trivia quiz is all about season three. So at least you can narrow your thoughts to season three. Okay. Next up, who shoots Jerry Edgar in front of his home? Trevor Dobbs, William Meadows, Javi Moreno, or Wee Wooderson? And the answer is Javi Moreno. How hard was this one? Well, being... A Team J Ergo guy myself. <laughs> yeah. I knew the answer right away. This is another custom-made question for me because obviously I know the guy who shot my guy. I know a guy who yeah. shot my favorite, so I remembered him. Plus, Javi was a big, you know, was a big um, guy in this in the season. He had a lot of he had a lot of roles and you know a lot of big moments. Sure did. Yeah. The only thing I thought might have been tricky about this one is I put Woody Wooderson and Edgar shot him, and so I was like, oh, if people weren't thinking really, you know, really paying attention. It might be easy to pick Woody, but that's the reverse. Um, you know it ain't Woody. Yeah. You know you shot you shot Woody. <laughs> mhm. Okay. Oh, so did you give that one a ranking, one to ten? Two. Two. Okay. Because, like you said, it was, was hard enough where they could have gotten it wrong with the Woody if they just yeah. thought on the top yeah. of their head, like, oh, I know this. But like I said, for me, it was a custom-made question because I'm a Team J Edgar. Let's go. He's your fave. Well, I think we we've. We've established that for sure. Well, it was no a doubt. question in one of our previous podcasts, and nobody even answered it, so I had to throw it out there a little bit in this one. I know, I know. I was surprised. Um, who does Eleanor wish meet with at the park in the season three finale? Richard O'Shea, Chief Irving, Luke Goshen, or Jay Griffin? It was Jay Griffin. How hard was this one, Pete? Okay, one this one on the hard scale was an eight. I didn't like the hardness mm-hmm. of it. However, I was able to eliminate like one or two people instantly, and I guessed okay. fifty-fifty correct and got it right on the on the quiz. Oh, good. Okay, who did you eliminate right away? Um, Irvin and oh, what was the other guy's name? O'Shea. Or yeah, I think it was O'Shea. Okay. There was only like two real possibilities in my head, and I didn't know what you, I didn't know what his name was. Okay. Okay. Good deal. And Luke Goshen, he was an FBI agent, but he was um, mostly he was in season two. I hope he'll be back though. He's an interesting character. Okay, next up, what is inside the package that Harry receives from the estate of John Caffrey? A hotel key, a watch, 
a yearbook or a police badge? The answer is a yearbook. Scale of 1 to 10, how hard was that? I like this question. I gave it a 3 because, listen, this is my thing, and I was going to tell you afterwards, but I'll just say it now, Dora, because <laughs> it's fun. Um, your questions that didn't have to do with the main storyline, they're all uh-huh. hard to get above a 5. However, all the questions that had to do with a storyline are the ones I got right, and that's why I got 11 out of 20 because the ones yeah. that are actually important to the storyline, I remember <laughs> over and over and never forget their shield. But the ones, the right. questions like where they eat at, I'm too busy thinking about, you know, the storyline and what I missed and what I'm trying to, you know, remember. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So that's okay. why, you know, yeah, that, that's pretty much how I raise the difficulty of the questions. That's why if you see the curve, it actually works itself out. Okay. Okay. Good deal. Good feedback. All right. Who is Bradley Walker? Mayor of Los Angeles? President of the Police Commission? District attorney or assistant district attorney? Dun, dun, dun. Answer is president of the police commission. I was ashamed to get this one wrong. I thought it was about <laughs> seven on the hard scale because okay. I was like, he could be any title. I don't remember, like, you know, those titles are, are like, you know, besides like Irvin and, mm-hmm. um, and the mayor, I really don't know many names. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Now he's pretty important to the story, but I had to even look that one up. Like I I'm ashamed. I should have got it right. I felt that, the, like I said, I was I was emasculated. I wanted to cry at that point. I should have known that answer. <laughs> well, it's okay. It's okay. I said the average is 14, 14 right so far. All right, the next one. I'm going to go and say up front. This is probably a nitpicky one, um, but you got to throw a couple of those in there. Maddie tells Harry that Anita Benitez does not have. A Facebook page, Instagram, Snapchat, or a Twitter account? The answer was a Facebook page. And I actually, I like this question. I thought of you on this question, too, because you had that social media question about Harry on the last podcast. But did this one, did you have any recall on this one? How hard was this? Um, this one, I got an eight. It was just a guess from what I thought, because she only mentioned it once, I believe, in the whole show. Yes. Yeah. So it would uh-huh. be hard to remember that. And I was actually in shock to see that she didn't have a Facebook page. Doesn't everybody have a Facebook page or a doppelganger yeah, Facebook page at this point? <laughs> I know. Yeah, I, I thought the same thing. Like it could just be a assistant DA page. It doesn't have to be a personal page. But, yeah, I was I was surprised too. Um, okay, so that was a harder one. Um, what is the name, the first name of Sharky's mom? Ronnie? Regina, Ramona, or Rachel? The answer is Ramona. What do you have to say about that one, Pete? Um, I'm going to give it a five. I should have known the answer. Um, I knew it started with an R, but you didn't help me out with my options to subtract some answers. <laughs> so it was it was a, a you know 25% chance to get it right, and I got it wrong. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I didn't I didn't remember that one either. I mean, I had to you know I had to I would watch things and search for little facts and stuff. Um, so I don't think, had I not made the quiz, I don't think I would have remembered that one. So what did you rank that one? That one got a five because, five. I mean, okay. like I said, these are answers that I felt like you got in the show and maybe I'm just a bad watcher or not watching enough. To, you know, next time you're going to do a quiz, tell me I'll rewatch the season first. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Okay. Who does Harry choose as his representative when meeting with Sergeant Amy Snyder? 
does he choose Irving, Billets, Lewis, or Mankiewicz? The answer is Mankiewicz. Do you um, do you remember that scene, and how hard was that question? Um, the question was, for me, on the hard level seven, I haven't okay. really remembered some things about the episode. I didn't exactly know it right away, and that was another yeah. one where I just kind of thought about it, thought about it, and had, you know, had only two guesses, and one was, like, most mostly improbable at that point. So I was like, I'm mm-hmm. going to go with this guy, and I got it. I, got, I did get that one right. Good deal, good deal. Well, we're gonna. Looks like we're gonna see uh, more of Sergeant Amy Snyder in this season. We saw her in the trailer for season four. Um, who? Uh, June Park is a volunteer uh, with what? Neighborhood Watch, Boys and Girls Club, LAPD, or CRT? Um, this to me was a seven. Also, I got. I drew a blank on this answer and totally got it wrong. The CRT, Christ, I guess crisis response team. Um, so seven, too too much, huh? Uh, it was a hard one for me. I, I think I guessed, like, um, Neighborhood Watch, thinking, like, oh, did she, like, have a scene where she was outside with a flashlight and a whistle? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. That was, that was a bit tougher. What is the name of Dobbs' security consulting firm? Secure Watch Solutions, Trident Security, Comprehensive Solutions, or safe choice security? The answer was comprehensive solution. Now, I will jump in and say that I think I made this one kind of hard. Um, what are your thoughts? It was hard. It was hard. I, I couldn't remember, and I tried not to cheat, but normally when I didn't remember <laughs> something, I would just Google it and get the answer right. I didn't I didn't cheat. I got this one wrong also. But, like I said, it, it's not fair when you're doing the test without Google. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Sharon, um, one of our listeners, is she's very competitive, and she's sharp. She gets, like, all those scrambles. And this was the one question she did not get correct. So if that's, I'd say that's pretty safe to say that's a tough one. You mean somebody okay. else that got a 19 out of 20? Yeah. I and gotta Sharon. love it. Maybe <laughs> Sharon should be doing this podcast. <laughs> Sharon, you're welcome anytime to join us, but we're not we're not getting rid of you, Pete. You're 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 in for the long haul. Um, there's a violent criminal riding around on a bicycle where? Koreatown, Chinatown, Echo Park, or Hollywood? Answer is Koreatown. How hard this is this one? Was the easiest question I've ever saw in my life, considering I am all about what's this Koreatown killer guy doing? Yeah. Is he going to be investigated? Is he, he should be a bigger part of the season. And if he's not, it's going to be really sad. I like the way they yeah. integrated him in the season, eating the Chinese food, laughing that they got the wrong guy and it doesn't look like nothing like him. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a good question. I like that one a lot. Yeah. I, I knew that you were, and I know that you're very invested in the story. And I, I, I am too because it was such a, like a teaser. Like, you know, you saw him on the bike throughout the season, but we didn't get that far into the case, but it's like you really want to know. You know, it's really a good a good teaser uh, storyline. So, yes, I'm like you. Give us some more. Okay. Um, who messengers Harry Gunn's surveillance footage to the reporter? Scott Anderson, Rudy Tafaro, Keisha Russell, or Mark Taylor? This one may have been a little hard. What do you think? The answer is Mark Taylor. I didn't have no clue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. 
do you remember the guy's face kind of? Do you remember that Harry was working with the guy that installed the cameras for him? No, um, I just remember he had the cameras because that's all I really yeah. picked up on as I was watching, you know, like, I just, I knew about the cameras. I didn't think that I was going to ever have to remember anything that had to do with the prep of the cameras. Okay. Yeah, I guess he, um, I think if I'm correct, Harry had done like a favor sort of with Mark for Mark and he sort of kind of owed him something. Um, so, yeah, he was the one. Okay, next up. Oh, did you tell me how hard it was? Did you say an eight? That was an eight, yeah. That was an eight. Okay, Harry, Anita, and Maddie attend Thanksgiving at the home of Grace Billets, John Mankiewicz, Richard O'Shea, or Captain Lewis. Answer is Grace Billets. How was that one for you? Uh, this one was a one. It was easy. I knew it because I knew the scene. Um, yeah. Yeah, I remember it, you know, them, you know, celebrating the meal, and I was like, it has to be the Thanksgiving meal, and I was just like, easy. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. Got to have some of those in there. All yeah. right. Trevor Dobbs lived at home with his wife and children, true or false? So 50-50. Answer is false. Do you remember that? And how hard was the question? Um, the question was a seven. I do not remember it. Fifty-fifty. I did get it right, though. Oh, yeah, good. Very good. Yeah, um, I thought that one was interesting because um, it was a good little twist at the end when they went and searched his home. There really were they or they and they did they found out that his wife had divorced him like after his first tour or something. They never had kids, so it was just all a facade. Like he had pictures out. And toys, I think, out on the lawn and stuff, and it was all a big facade that he put up, you know, the and front. I remembered it a lot more just now when you explained it. So you see yeah. what I mean, like. Yeah, I like that twist. So, all right, and last one, I think. Grace passed the captain's exam. True or false? Fifty-fifty. Answer is false. Um, she has passed the written portion um, only. Oh, Did so you get that one? Question. Isn't that a trick question? Isn't she, didn't she pass the test already? No, she did not pass the captain's exam because there's at least two parts, the written and the oral, and she has passed the written but not the oral. Yeah, but didn't so. she get delayed because of what happened during the season? What do you mean? I could have sworn she got delayed on that. She wasn't just, hmm, all right, never mind. Well, honestly, I don't remember if it ended like she just didn't, she didn't. She didn't pass it. She she didn't become a captain. But I don't. I wasn't real clear on where it stands. Like, does she See, get this another? This question team? was a ten. <laughs> okay, yeah, because if I don't even know the answer, no. I mean, I know that she didn't pass it completely. I know but, the yeah, answer I'm, to the question that you meant. I just thought I could have sworn yeah. that she was like waiting for something and somebody delayed her. I thought it was one of those. Uh, um, I don't know. I have to rewatch it now. Yeah. So we need we need some more information there for if anyone can tell us where exactly does that stand. Um, okay. Sharon. <laughs> yeah, Sharon, please tell us where exactly did that fall at the end. Okay. So um, I guess your feedback, Pete, is maybe make it a little easier next time. Is that what you would say as a fan? Um, this is what I would say as a fan, and for me, like, if you, you were like, I want to tailor the quiz for you. I would say, you don't even need to make it easier. Just put every question uh, has to do with the main storyline, because as a watcher and a binger, I've been so many TV shows that I only pay attention to really the main storylines, and I only watch sub-storylines if they're part of the main storyline. So I just enjoy it. You know, I just enjoy the sub-thing, but I don't really you know, exactly write notes about it, I kind of stay focused on the main story. So I would like more questions 
involving okay. James Corey only if it was okay. tailored for me. I don't really think they need to, like I said, maybe a little bit easier, but they weren't that hard if they were the ones that were about the story. Yeah. All right. Here's a question for you. This is sort of a psychological question. Okay. Would you rather get a 20 out of 20 or 18 out of 20? Would you really want to get them all right? And would or would you want to feel like you've got almost all I have a really good answer for you. All right. How many people have also gotten 20 out of 20? I think two. No, I'm saying if I'm the only one or if it's only like 10 people out of like 100 are going to get 20 out of 20, then, yeah, I want the 20 oh. out of 20. But if it's like, okay. you know, 19 out of 20 people got 20 out of 20, then I don't need that. Okay, so it's all relative. Yeah, it's, it's uh-huh. the average players compared to the score. Like, I want to have a good score, but I want to be able to, like, you know, to okay. beat the average player. <laughs> gotcha. Good feedback. All right. Now I've got a game for us. Um, this is a good time to mention that Everybody Counts Podcast is part of so many shows.com. So you'll find the podcast posted on the so many shows.com website, or you can go to iTunes and look for the So Many Shows podcast. And just like the name says, the podcast includes so many different shows. Uh, we've got some for um, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, um, This Is Us, About Bosch, obviously, um, The Walking Dead. Blacklist. We have? The Blacklist, yes. Um, several, several different ones. I, I'm sure I'm missing some. And there will probably be more. So... Um, that's where you can find the podcast um, on iTunes and at the filmmanyshows.com website. So I played this game that we're getting ready to do. We played this when we did our Walking Dead podcast earlier this week. Um, Tamisha and I do a podcast called TNT Talk um, and about the Walking Dead. Um, so I am using this game again, but on the Bosch podcast because it can it can you can do it for any show. Personally, I'm thinking it's going to be harder. For Bosch, but we'll see. So here's the deal. I have picked five just sort of regular words, household objects, and I have tasked Pete with selecting five random household objects. Pete, do you know what I have on my list? No. No. And do I know what you have on your list? No, because I'm writing it right now. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing like getting it in under the wire. Okay. And then we had one submitted um, from the Twitterverse that we both will have to do. Okay. So since you're still writing your list, I'm going to – and I don't really have an advantage because we don't know each other's list. So you have to respond to mine and I have to respond to yours, even though I already know what the game is. Okay. I'm going to give you the word, and you try to think of a scene in Bosch, any season – Try to think of a specific scene where this object was. Oh, it's going to um, be hard. It could be. Some can be easy. Some can be hard. If you if you can think of a specific scene, you get a point. If you can if you can't, but you can think of a general scene, like well, I know they've had scenes where they do such and such and involve that, then you get half a point. Okay. What if you Are get you ready? every question wrong with no information whatsoever? Do you get the ultimate prize of getting none right? <laughs> yes, yes. You get yes, you definitely do. Um and that could be both of us, who knows? All right. Sure. Are you ready for the challenge? Yes, let's do it. I think I could answer okay. the question. Cup. 
Cup, C-U-P, cup. That's my cup. object. Pretty, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, Baj, when you cook breakfast, right? Yeah. Coffee cup, Which, no? Okay. All right. Uh, that's, that's borderline general versus specific. I'll take half but, a point. Okay, I'm, I'm going to give you the full point because it's brand new to you. I'm going to give you the full point. But I will counter that just for fun with where he brings Rudy to Pharaoh the coffee cup, but he puts oh, all the sugar in. Put all the sugar, yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. But no, I'm going to give you the full point there. All right, next one. Purse. Purse. Purse, like pocketbook. P U R S. Oh, pocketbook. Um. Oh man. Dun, dun, dun. I'm gonna say, um, what's her name? When when she. There, when she went to go meet with the um, FBI guy, didn't she have a purse with her, the blackjack lady? The poker player, the black- um, oh, Harry's yeah, yeah. ex-wife. Yeah. Yes, very good, very good. That's two points, Pete. You're amazing. Okay. TV. Um, Korean town killer eating Chinese food. Oh, he was watching the TV. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, you're going to run away with this. All right, number four, clock. Oh, man, clock. We've talked a lot about watches, but clock. And my husband picked this. He picked the last two words. I said, just give me two random ones. So So now I have to feel like I'm letting him down, too? (laughs) No, I just don't want you to think I'm just totally trying to stump you. Um, I'm going to go out on a guess here. Well, not a guess, but, like, um, wasn't there a certain time – that they kept talking about when he and Harry had the camera on that hotel room that night? On the hotel room. Which hotel room? Um, remember the one that they caught the, the the guy's brother, Jesse, doing what he was doing? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, it was at a hotel or apartments or whatever. Yeah, yeah whatever the camera was on. Yeah. Didn't the camera, um, the video have a timestamp yeah. on it? Yeah, good, I'm so impressed, man. Four points. 100%. All right. You ready for the last one? Yeah. Lamp. In the spirit of taking a good guess, I'm going to say when Harry went into his apartment and turned the lamp on. <laughs> oh, into Gunn's apartment or into Harry's house? No, I have no clue. I was just throwing something in the air and hoping you gave me the answer, but I didn't want to take a freebie, so I'll take a zero. <laughs> no, no, no. You definitely get a half a point because um, – <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I, I figured at some point Harry had to put on a lamp and, you know, walk into his pocket just by so many that's, episodes. We'll give you a half point for that. All right, four and a half. That's a solid score. I'm actually pretty nervous about the five that you're going to give me. Oh, my God. It's going to be so hard. Oh, gosh. All right, and then we've got one together that someone submitted. All right, but hit me up with your five. Okay, I'm going to say first one is a vacuum. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Vacuum. Okay. Um this is venturing a guess, but I know at some point I think in season two Irving goes into like Parker Center, um, the big police building or whatever, and like the cleaning crews are there like cleaning because I think it's like at night maybe. So maybe someone was vacuuming. Um, gee whiz. Other than that, I think you might have stumped me. 
So it's your call. Do I get a quarter of a point or zero? You get a point. That's generous. That's very generous. All right. It's okay. My other questions are harder. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. Um, Okay, what's next? This was any household object? Yeah. Uh All right, toilet paper. Toilet paper. Mm. Mm, toilet paper. We haven't seen any houses rolled, I don't think, in toilet paper. Um, they don't tend to show people in the bathroom. Um, thank goodness. Um, toilet paper, toilet paper. Okay. Um, okay, I'm guessing Harry in season one, he gets upset like emotional memories about being in that um, boys home or whatever and he goes in and he hits the is it the paper towel thing or something um, and at one point he, at one point he goes into a stall and throws up so okay pretty that's certain, a point I'm pretty certain there would be toilet paper in there no in fact that's is. close enough it's a scene with toilet paper even if you know we remember seeing it 100% okay. and All right. yeah, thank okay you. the I'll next one was going to be initially a ceiling fan. However, I decided to downgrade it to just a fan. A fan. Hmm. A fan. Might have me there because I actually thought about doing a ceiling fan with you because I was in my bedroom making up this list and I saw the yeah, ceiling fan. I was like, dang, I couldn't think of anything with a ceiling fan, so I'm not going to do that to Pete. Um I wrote my list two seconds ago, so sorry. <laughs> I know. I mean, I would venture to say maybe in Grace's house when they were Thanksgiving, maybe there's Thanksgiving, a Thanksgiving, okay. But why would you have a fan on during – oh, you're saying stationary fan, okay. Uh, well, maybe it wasn't turning. It could You can have a ceiling fan and not be on. But then also I wonder, remember she came to her ex-husband's house to pick up Lisa in this past season, and they were like out on a porch – and I wonder if there was like a ceiling fan going there. Hmm. Um, I think you get zero for this one, and that's okay. You got it's me. The hard so one. I, have, I think I have one and a half. You're doing good. I can't beat you at this point because I'm. I know. I already won. I'm just. I'm humble in victory. You know me. <laughs> yeah. All right, but we'll play anyway. What's What's number four? Fork. Fork. Uh. Did they show them eating Thanksgiving dinner? Oh, they had pancakes. They had pancakes because Harry makes the pancakes, and he says you have to put the syrup on the bottom. And so Maddie was eating the pancakes with a fork. Yes. Boom. Excellent. And the last one is blender. Oh, my gosh, blender. I don't really recall anyone making anything in a blender. Um. We may see one sitting on Harry's counter, but it's just a guess. I don't know. He, his his uh his house is his decor is pretty minimal, you know, sort of sleek and simple. So I don't know if he has appliances sitting out. Do you, okay, I'm gonna. I don't think have one. Do you have one? Um, no. But what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna give you enough points so you lose to me by the smallest margin ever. <laughs> <laughs> But we're not done yet because we have to work together on this one. Uh-oh. This so for all this the points. Submitted, this one was submitted by Dewan Johnson, who plays Detective Pierce. No and pressure. I think 
no pressure, but I think he's just trying to get back at us because um, Sharon always gets the scrambles, you know, and before Dewan can get it. So I think he's just really trying to maybe challenge us, even though he doesn't know what this game is. He doesn't know why we asked for a household object. I tweeted, you know, who can send us a household object, we'll use it in the game. So he tweeted one, and it is Swiffer. You know, like you mop with a Swiffer. Oh. I've got nothing for that. Have yeah, I mean, even if we went to mop. Yeah. I, I mean, the... The best I can guess is on the same scene with the cleaning crew, maybe there was a mop somewhere in there, but no, I haven't seen a Swiffer. He stumped both of us, I think. What about, like, at night when they go into the um, the the police division and, like, when he went to look for Ed Gunn in the, the um, drunk tank? I'm just trying to think if there was anybody mopping or something there. But it's still, I doubt it would be a Swiffer. It'd be a conventional mop. That's what I'm saying. If we downgraded to a mop, yeah. you might catch, you know, you might have seen a mop on the boat. No. Yeah. So I think we need to just fess up and say he got us. I think he got us on that one. We we admit it. See, but here's yeah. the thing. If there's no scene of a mop, then he got us. Mm-hmm. But if there's you know, I'm mean, sorry, if there's a scene of the mop, if there is a scene with a mop, then he got us. But if there's no scene with no mop, I don't really feel defeated. So I'm going to have to go back now and look for a scene with a mop, or our viewers <laughs> can tell us, our listeners can tell us, hey, listen, there was a scene with a mop here. Or Sharon can tell us. <laughs> Sharon can probably tell us. But that's part of the game, though. Even if you could, even if you say an object that is literally not in any scene in any season of the show, it's if it's still a household object, then it, they just someone found one that you can't find. So I it's think I good, think we still. It's a good thing I took vegetable slicer off my list, then, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or vegetable peeler. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that would be tough. Um, but it, it's just interesting to me how even some of them that were like, oh, I don't know, we could still come up with something. You know, you just have to think. Kind of like solving a crime. I mean, it's it's not nearly as hard as solving a crime, but it's just it's a little thing. It's literally nothing like solving a crime. <laughs> but it involves brain power and creativity. You know how Harry's trying to solve things, and sometimes something just doesn't seem right, or it just hits him all of a sudden, and we're sitting here talking about these objects, and then you're like, oh, there it is. But I guess that's a stretch. I guess it's, you know. It doesn't come close, but it's our little version of it, I suppose. One can dream. So, one can dream. It, at least it's practicing our um, sort of our analytical skills. Is that fair to say? Huh. Yeah, no. it's a good it's a good way to stay <laughs> on your feet and try to you know listen. <laughs> taking Tracy's quizzes, I get smarter every week by like you know one percent, and I hate it. <laughs> All right, well, now you get to put me in the hot seat because we have a little segment for game night uh, called Officer Pete. And Officer Pete is going to interrogate me with some questions. I think I think you said you had some questions about different scenes and characters um, that you wanted my input on. So I don't really know if there's a right or wrong answer, but definitely you're the one posing the questions. Okay, so. Um Here's the trick and the twist. I made you believe what you wanted to believe, but these questions are not multiple <laughs> choice. These questions, the answer pool is open for any character in the Bosch series. 
And okay. it's more of what do you think's going to happen. And, you know, it's more of like, you know, it's not really about it, – it's, it's more about the season coming up. So our listeners oh. who are excited about the upcoming season, we will get a chance to go back to this podcast at any time and say, hey, Tracy, you were wrong. <laughs> or, unfortunately, I might have to say, hey, Tracy, you were right. So let's hope okay. that – you know, let's hope Tracy does good. So, so right now – Right now, there aren't any wrong answers, but later, they could be wrong. Okay. Yes, there's right. no pressure, and I will try to do my best bad cop impression I can. <laughs> okay, awesome. Okay, so. <clears throat> Tracy, you have one member to choose to live on a desert island with for the rest of your life. Only one member of the cast, the characters, and it cannot be a perverted answer, as you are going to jail. <laughs> okay. Um, wow. So one one character from the show. Just you and them, the only oh. people on the island, forever. Only people on the island. But I'm going to go with Irving um, because he's sort of a Renaissance man. He can play the piano. I'm guessing maybe even he can cook. You know, maybe make us some food. Like, he, he seems to have multiple skills. But he's also someone who doesn't talk just to talk. I mean, he's not soft-spoken by any means, but he's kind of a, a you know, a man of few words. He, don't, he doesn't just talk to talk. And if you're on an island with someone forever, you don't want someone who's, like, constantly talking to you. Um, you want to be able to have your space sometimes. Although sometimes you're going to want someone to talk to, but you know, you just think about, you already know I'm a big fan, so that's kind of... So I your choice is Irving? Yeah, I'm going to go with Irving, yeah. I could have figured that. I could smell your stink from a mile away here, Tracy. <laughs> so, yeah. okay. it's the end of the season. You mm-hmm. have to make a decision on who was the biggest, what was the biggest impact player in the whole mm. season. Mm. Who is your answer? And why? We kind of talked about this on another podcast, so I'm going to stay solid with my original answer when this kind of came up. Eleanor Wish. She's back. You know, she came back in, snuck back in at the end of season three. We know she's back in four. We know she told us in an interview that she's going to be working with Harry on a case. I love the psychology, the profiling um, skills that she has. I think that's fascinating. So she just may have um, the information that's going to really drive the nail in the coffin. Eleanor Wish, that's my answer. I bet it is. You're not giving me anything new there, scrapping fan, and I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it all. <laughs> you have to pick one step-up step star for the season, somebody that, that had a minor role and became a major player in the Bosch season. Who is it going to be? Well, how do you define the role? Like, what is my category of people to choose from? The most screen time, and your category is anybody. You can choose anybody, but obviously Harry Bosch is not an acceptable answer here, Scrapping Fan. So stop playing the game and give me my answer. (laughs) This is, uh, yeah, you're kind of scaring me now. Um, Rondell Pierce. He started as a detective. He was a beat cop, became a detective. He started as a detective last season. So now he's not just a rookie detective. Um, he's going to 
spread his wings, and uh, we're going to see a lot of him. That's, that's my answer. Yeah, it appears you and Pass have been running around town making quite the mess there, scrapping fan. So, <laughs> the character that you don't hate, that you will hate at the end of this season. Oh, man. Um, hmm. That I don't hate, that I will. Oh, gosh. Dun, 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 well, that's really hard. I don't want to hate any of them, but I would be really upset if this happened, but I'm going to say Irving. And you never know. So you would pick a character that you're going to hate to be the only member to live on a desert island with you forever? <laughs> that is a very good uh, question. Um, you're, giving me, that... you're giving me different stories here, Scrapping Fan, and I don't like it. I told you I can smell your stink from a mile away. And this question, I don't want to have no stink. I want clarity. The season just ends, and you're sitting there, and you say, you know, I, I got I to gotta address this. But I don't know even know my thoughts. What is your first thought when you're done with this season? What do you what do you think your first thought is gonna be? Um, it's gonna be what happens? Because it's gonna be some kind of cliffhanger, and it's gonna be like, oh man, but what happens? I mean, I don't know what, like what happens with a person, or there's gonna be something unsolved. I mean, I'm gonna finish the last episode and I'm going to want more. I'm going to want to know what happens next for a certain scenario. Just like at the end of the season, I wanted to know what happens with the this Bradley Walker dude. Let's wrap that up. Let's find out if he was the one who killed Bosch's mom. I got to tell you, Scrapping Fan, I'm not impressed. <laughs> you really gave me the runaround on that answer. What happened? That's it. Interrogation's over. No, 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 no. Not what happened. What happens next? Oh, what happens what next? That's even worse. All you do is what? add next onto what happens. Take her away, boys. I'm tired of this scrapping fan. She's full of perjury. <laughs> you're, going, you're going to jail for a long time for perjury. <laughs> oh, man. That was intense. I guess I failed that one. Yeah, those are some hard questions, Pete. No, you did good. You just wanted me to be Officer Pete, so I had to interrogate you. I thought I did a good yeah. job. You had to turn up the heat, yeah. Yes, yeah, so I had to turn up the heat. I put the fan I put the fan on your head, and you start sweating, and you just, I don't know what happens next. <laughs> <laughs> I particularly did not like that question about somebody I like that I'm going to hate. you think that's going to happen? Um, I do, and I do believe for me, I, I've, answered, I've answered some of these questions. Like, a lot of these questions were hard to answer, but the yeah. one question that I did answer was that one, and I believe that it's going to be Jay Edgar. Oh, no, no, and that's got to be hard. I just have a feeling that Bosch is going to walk a bad line, and Jay is going to have to, you know, maybe rat him out or kind of turn him, dime him out okay. or, you know, do something against Bosch that really just, you know, isn't a cool move, like, as far as, like, you know, Dude, what are you doing? Like, you know, come on. This is, you know, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Jagger's gonna be doing whatever he's doing. It will not be like conniving, but I feel like I'll just like not like the results, and I'll have a bad taste in my mouth and have to get over it. Okay, okay. Well, go ahead and tell me who's gonna live on the island with you, because I'm real curious. Um, well, obviously, I said as the bad cop that we couldn't be perverted about it, so 
take away the pervertedness of all that and, you know, nothing to do with that. Just make it clean and squeaky. Um, I, honestly, I, I don't know. It's it's a really good question because I, I don't really have any character that I would like. Don't get me wrong. Dag is my guy. But I don't know what yeah. it would be like to live on an island with him forever. Um, I have a kind of a weird answer to this. I think that it would be a really tight race. But right now, if I had to pick one right now, we're leaving tomorrow. We're leaving tonight. We're leaving in a minute. Um, Robinson. Yeah. A Rock Pierce Robinson? Yeah. No, no, no. Okay. Not Pierce. Um, who's Pierce? Who's Pierce's partner in the in the case? Yes, Robertson. Yes. Yes, yes Robertson. I feel like he's witty. I feel like he's cool. He knows how to have a good time. I also feel like he's a survivor, and we'd be able to, like you said, create our own space when needed. But when it's time to like hang around and like keep ourselves entertained, I feel like he would be somebody who would compete with me and be very witty about it, and you know, yeah, very straightforward guy. That's a good, that's good. I like that. You, I mean, and that's, those are some good reasons, too. Like, he's kind of like, like I was saying, kind of like give you your space, but he's kind of chill, but he's funny, uh, witty, like you said, and just uh, capable, you know, good, um, good person to, you know, that can help survive. That's a good one. And then when you brought up Edgar, though, too, he would be, he, I think he'd be fun. Oh, yeah. absolutely. So many choices. So many choices. So, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of good possibilities, but I hope I'm not stuck really ultimately with anybody on the island. I like better the question where we're going to go out to dinner or something, you know. I know, and you know what? It was weird because when I originally tailored this um, this game, it was supposed to be for you and Jay. So you were both supposed oh, to be yeah. on the hot seat. Yeah. And it was more about like, you know what it is? I wanted to get away from the actual questions of the normal game, and I wanted to go into more like, what do you think's going to happen in the show? Like, more of a theory. Yeah. So we're getting ready, and we're gearing up. And, you know, there's yeah, not too many no, podcasts left before we live, before we're live with the episode. I know. I know. It's getting close. I'm really excited. All right. Well, that was fun. I enjoyed game night. And uh, like you said, before you know it, we're going to be talking about the first episode of season four. And I have all of Tracy's answers right here, so when she tries to backtrack, I can call her out on everyone. (laughs) Well, and it's going to be, you know, we're going to upload the podcast, so everybody's going to have it. So, yeah, I can't really, there's no way I can squeak out of my answers at this point. You're right. It's out there. Jay didn't escape. I will have... Jay, Jay will have to answer questions just like this next time because it's not fair that you he can't listen to the... I can't ask the same questions because that's too easy. Right. And I think maybe, maybe you and I should team up to try to come up with five really hard objects uh, to throw at him, too. What do you think of that? Great minds think alike. I was just thinking we're going to come up with five hard objects and five hard questions and tell them this is what happens when you miss the podcast. Everybody teams up against you for the next one. Okay. I want to make Good. I want to make Jay cry and feel emasculated <laughs> from our questions like I do when I take your trivia test. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not pushing for that much. I just want him to feel like, yeah, on the hot seat. You know, like make him a little bit of a little bit of panic. A little bit Tracy, of panic. Yeah. You could be the good cop, and I'll be the bad cop. Here you go. Here you go. I'm in. I'm in. I'm all in. All right. Well, I think okay. that's it. That's it for tonight. Thanks for listening. We'll be back at you as always. If there's certain topics you want us to discuss or um, questions to think about. Send them to our Twitter. We look forward to hearing from you. Good night. I can't wait. Good night, everybody.